Welcome into this week's edition of On the Spot. I'm Tony Mulvey, joined by Thomas Wasson. Thomas, going to take a look at kind of what's going on in the macro economy, and there's been all this talk of a soft landing, and we're going to dive into, is it possible? Like, are we in a position where that's possible? And I think one of the interesting things to look at first, and we'll pull up the FRED, federal data, looking at the personal savings rate, it's arguably, it's not as low as it was around this time last year, but we have been hovering sub three per, or right at 3% thereabouts. It's very close to in line with where we were in 2006 into that 2008 range and about half of where we were prior to COVID. And I think this to me is concerning when you factor in some of the headwinds that consumers are facing that they don't have anything saved really. It's it's definitely a whipsaw effect. And part of this, when I look at this, we see stimulus. Look at those stimulus jumps. Yep. So that, that's one for the consumer. Now I'm, I'm juiced up. I'm ready. I'm spending. Oh, crap. Now I'm spending too much. Oh, crap. Inflation. Look how it's going down. January 2022. Now I feel like the hit from inflation, and we'll probably see that with credit card numbers as well, consumers are doubly squeezed. So that's something people keep talking about, like Walmart talked about in uh, you know, some comments about how we're going to do fine. Because, yeah, obviously we have to, but other retailers, other parts of the economy have to watch out, especially services, because if we continue to see that squeeze, will you focus on the goods you need and then leave everything else out? Yeah, I mean, because this is at three and a half percent, and it was around seven, just above seven percent prior to the pandemic. I think what's interesting is even during the last freight recession, right, in 2019, this number was still elevated. So, right, we had a good a freight recession, but you didn't have the overall recession. The whole macro economy wasn't in this. Last time we were this low, it led into a global, or not global, but you had the financial crisis, a recession that lasted well over, what, about 18 months. So it just sets a consumer up for a difficult period, or so it feels that way, especially when you factor in student loans are about to restart, right? The payments, interest is accruing, payments are start, set to start back in October. Granted, there's an on-ramp, right? It's not going to be all this flood all at one time. But to me, that is one of the in more interesting things is what are the impacts of that? And I think that maybe Q4 for some of these retailers may be okay because Again, the on-ramp helps. Yeah. I know personally, my payment doesn't actually start until November. I got this email this morning. It's like, I have nothing to do in October, but no, come November, I start owing. But it, it's not enough to, that initial payment's nothing to like bat your eye at. You know it's coming. But after you factor in the holiday, you start looking at some of these credit numbers. So we've yep. got total revolving credit in the white line, and then the effective Fed funds rate, so the rate at which banks borrow from each other, you're talking at 5.33%. That's basically going to be your baseline. That's where you're not gonna find interest rates below that, because why would a bank offer an interest rate below what it costs them, right? So yeah. you saw kind of a stagnation of credit, then you saw a re-acceleration, right? You, the faucet turned back on in August, or yeah, August. So I think it's one of those interesting things is consumers are still spending money. They're spending it via credit card, 
but those savings rates, they just don't have any buffer there. If something were to go wrong, there's no buffer. They don't have a buffer like they did in previous years. Yeah, three things to watch with that. A freight recession, Convoy had a cool paper a few years back. 50-50 shot if you have a freight recession that you'll have a real one. We got juked out last time on a freight recession. And then this time, I think the three headwinds. Fed funds rate going up, rates are going high. We're seeing issues with the lending. We're seeing issues with uh, financing homes, cars. We're seeing that demand issue. Student loan resuming. This is big because which retailer is moving to Q4 gonna be bringing out the discounts? That's the one where I'm gonna start seeing, are we seeing the warning bells when we hear the term discounts? Because inventory is right-sizing, but not all of these retailers and segments are gonna be impacted because some are up market and some are down market. Yep. Walmart's gonna be sitting happy because they have this weird ability to straddle both because they have that private label. Grocery stores will probably see resilience, but when the consumers buy less, that's what I'm curious. This is why the, the, the water is muddy. Freight recession, and it feels like now with these headwinds that you just mentioned, maybe hitting a, a softer real recession, and it could be worse if we start seeing higher Fed's rates impacting regional banking and this cascading effect. Yeah, it comes into what does the Fed do at their next meeting, right? I, it's next week, and... I think they're going to raise it because look at the numbers on inflation. It was like... It was it was awful, right? <laughs> it, 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 it was expected given the fact that you saw the fact that gas prices increased so much during, so you kind of expected inflation to rise. It increased 0.6%. So we've got the CPI here. We haven't gotten retail sales figures yet for the month of August, but you do have the CPI and you see that increase, right? It's an acceleration from where we were. It was higher than expected. It was the highest level of any month over month increase at any point in the last 12 months. And the issue, is that core inflation continued to rise, right? So take out what happened in food and energy, that core inflation metric, which is what the Fed uses, continues to rise. And I think that's the concern is that it's not just, oh, it's just energy rising. It's these underlying in that core inflation metric that continues to rise. And that's what, you don't necessarily feel it all the time. It, it's there, but it's one of those that, it's a sticking point, and that's what the Fed's going to turn to, and that's why I think that there are still further interest rate hikes. Yeah, you're a rock, but if you're uh, Jay Power, the Fed, uh, the Fed folks, rock in a hard place. Yeah, because you only have one tool right now that we keep talking about, which is interest rates. They have one lever. One lever, and if you pull the lever too hard, it messes everything else up because it's a very complicated system. Yep. So that I am concerned about that because the the cruel joke, the most sadly entertaining outcome would be is we keep focusing on core inflation, we keep kicking it up 25, 50 basis points, and then it just tanks completely by accident but with good intentions. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Thomas, thank you so much for joining me on this week's edition of On The Spot. Right now, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more Freight Waves Now.